0: Good evening, and welcome to Scary Movie Month Diaries on Progressively Horrified, where we watch all sorts of stuff, so you don't have to. (laughs) Hey everybody, it's October, and that means it's Scary Movie Month here at Progressively Horrified. Now, if you know us... You know that this is what got us started in the first place, is the fact that we're all gluttons for punishment who watch a lot of scary movies in October. That said, we wanted to do something a little different than our usual digressions on the rest of the week when we don't have a regular podcast. And we thought, since we are watching a ton of movies anyway, this would be a good chance for us to jump into your feed and tell you about all the good, the bad, and the truly, truly atrocious that we watch during Scary Movie Month. If you love this, and you love our regular shows, and you really want to uh, make our efforts to be just too much in the horror field, uh, continue, then we would love it if you jump on our Patreon at patreon.com slash progressively horrified, and help us make more podcasts. We appreciate you. And now, on with scary movie month Diaries hello there horrible it's Jeremy here again with day six of scary movie month Diaries uh, today we've got four for you coming out of HBO max that's home box office maximum uh, they as I said before they have a whole lot of like classic uh, horror movies a lot of foreign horror movies things coming from their extensive uh, criterion collection stuff uh so definitely worth taking a look in there uh let's talk first about Chronos it's the original Guillermo del Toro movie uh it is okay <laughs> it's pretty good like you can see the you can see the sort of brilliance of Guillermo del Toro poking through there's some uh you know mystical artifact stuff there's some uh you know supernatural stuff there's a little bit of zombie to it but not exactly It is one that I feel like if I tell you too much about it, I'll sort of ruin the movie because it's, uh, not, it doesn't follow the arc that you would necessarily expect from this sort of movie. Um, but it is definitely worth watching. Uh, if nothing else for the performances, uh, the movie's great. Um, it's a little, you know, low tech, a little lo-fi, uh, considering especially what Guillermo del Toro does now. Uh, but it's definitely worth a watch, um, just to, to give you something to, to do there. If you're looking for just a, a good movie you haven't seen, that might be one. Um, I also watched Eraserhead, which I'd never seen Eraserhead. This is a movie Emily talks about regularly on the show. It is a David Lynch film. It is black and white. It is divisive. Uh I hate this movie. I hate this movie with all my might. I watched this movie uh because I felt like I had to and I wanted to like it. I really did. But the longer it was going, the more I disliked it and the more there's just sort of it's just sort of unbridled David Lynch. So like if you don't if you don't care for the more like esoteric David Lynch stuff where there's just a lot of things that happen more mean things than actually make sense as any sort of plot, uh, then this might be the movie for you. This is definitely a movie about uh, not knowing what to do with parenting or relationships. It's, uh, I'm going to talk about this in a a minute with a different movie, but it's clearly a a movie where the filmmaker is working through some stuff because there's, you know, a crying, deformed baby uh, in this thing um that is just sort of the center of the the conflict and the angst and the weirdness of everything um and is is as much of an antagonist to the main character as, as anything else um also this movie does not depict women very well um i don't know it's a i like i said i hate it um I'm sure there are people who are staunch defenders of this. I I know there are people who just love David Lynch stuff, and this is the most David Lynch stuff. So I'm sure if you're into that, that you'll love this. Uh, I hated it. we Will say again, dislike tremendously. Um, I also watched Rabbit, which is the wild other end of this, because Rabbit is a Cronenberg film. And Rabbit is a movie about a woman who has a horrible motorcycle accident with her boyfriend, I think boyfriend, um, and uh, has to go through extensive plastic surgery, and the doctors, without asking any sort of permission or anything, use this sort of um, experimental plastic surgery that I think, looking back on it now, a lot of people will understand is uh, something that's sort of a Predecessor to the idea of stem cells. Um, and, you know, she she does heal up, but it turns her into a sort of uh, sexy vampire who has a weird pointy uh, phallus growing out of her underarm that she, you know, then drains a bunch of blood from people using. Uh, so she, there's a lot of her, like, sort of putting people in headlocks in this movie. In, in very sensual headlocks. <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, it's very difficult to describe. And of course, after they're fed on, this turns these people uh, sort of ravenous. They act as if they have rabies. They're sort of short-term zombies. Um, you know, they they become ravenous and they try to bite people and spread the the zombie plague and then, you know, die shortly thereafter. They don't live on forever the way zombies do. But uh, it does have a weird 2021 connection in that there is a vaccine for this that is invented, and it is not being taken or handled fast enough, and people are not paying attention and doing what they should be, and things go sideways even more because of it. Um, it's a wild one. Uh, this was a wild assortment of movies, um, and if you've if you've seen Cronenberg, like you know that's sort of the way that stuff goes uh and of course this is the uh this is the original version the 1977 version there was a remake a few years ago that's not Cronenberg but it was approved by Cronenberg so there is that uh I also watched The Skin I Live In which is a difficult one to talk about it's a Pedro Almodovar movie uh it has a lot in common with like Eyes Without a Face uh It's about a, it's this story about a mysterious girl who lives in a man's house that, you know, this, uh, this this guy who's dressed as a tiger, who is the main character's maid's son, breaks in and assaults this woman, and then there's a series of flashbacks that sort of all relate to how all this goes together. Um, okay, I can't really talk about this movie and or recommend it to people without spoiling it, um, so if you don't want to hear what this movie is, like, what the spoilers for this movie are, uh, maybe cut out right here. If you do want to hear, stick with me. This is the last one I'm going to talk about this time. Um, okay, see, the thing is that the main character is a plastic surgeon, who is, uh, working on face transplants and stuff after his wife tragically died, um, and her, you know, face messed up and ended up committing suicide because she was, uh, no longer looked like herself. Um, and then his daughter died under, after being committed to a mental mental institution, um, after being sexually assaulted, um, and we then do follow the story of her sexual assaulter who he then does who who is really just stoned at the time that the assault happens and doesn't realize what's going on and she freaks out and he runs off uh not a particularly great kid but also not like intentionally doing bad things um the dad then does kidnap him and put him through a series of plastic surgeries to make him into a woman um, and lo- lock him up in the house and sort of change him into a woman that looks exactly like his dead wife. Uh, which is sort of the horror element of this movie. The horror is about being forcibly uh, gender-changed. Uh, I, I don't even know how to talk about this movie as to like whether it is problematic from a from a trans perspective. I've talked to a couple of trans people online about it, and it's been just sort of a, whoo, uh, don't don't even know what to do with that, it's wild to watch uh, kind of reaction. So, watch it at your own risk. I mean, Pedro Almodovar is a, a guy that, that makes some really interesting and really strange and controversial movies that usually I like. This one's a bit much. Um... And if if you do have a surgery thing, then maybe just, like, leave most of this list alone. (laughs) Because Rabbit is also rough on the surgery. Um, But that's our four for today. Uh, We'll be back here next week, or we'll be back here tomorrow for more Scary Movie Month diaries. Until then, stay horrified.